A deposit of lithium recently discovered along the Nevada-Oregon border may be among the world's largest. So what are the potential implications for electric vehicles? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's find out. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. A lithium deposit discovered in a volcanic crater along the Nevada-Oregon border may hold up to 40 million metric tons of the rare metal, possibly the largest ever in the world. According to a new study, the find could have a massive impact on the electric vehicle industry. For more, let's bring in Oz Sultan, the chief strategist with the Sultan Interactive Group. Oz, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. So this could significantly change the dynamics of lithium globally in terms of price, security, supply, and geopolitics? That, that's uh, absolutely true. Um, on one side, it stands to present an opportunity to clean up the lithium industry, which has been plagued by challenges of slave labor or forced labor. Um, as well as, you know, tremendous amounts of runoff that come from illegal mining sites as well as unclean mining sites. So it's one, a strategic advantage for the United States, but two, it's an opportunity to mine clean lithium in a manner and fashion that'll power, you know, the huge need for batteries that become uh, lower cost and really more distributable across the tens of thousands of new products that are going to need them future forward. Now, it appears the U.S. would have its own supply of lithium. Will American industries be less scared about supply shortages? I think once this is solidified and, you know, mining starts, that's probably the effect that you're going to have is a little bit more market stability and also probably new market entrance for goods where, you know, they now understand there's a sustainable source of the lithium and that there's no risk of huge volatility in price. Now, how much of a boost could this be for America's overall lithium reserves? You know, with the uh, situations with China, becoming a little strange in terms of their support of uh, Russia and the Ukraine conflict, as well as companies pulling back from China manufacturing, we could see a lot of uh, manufacturing boom stem from this, both in the creation of batteries as well as the you know industries around mining, but also in terms of new products that could come to market simply because there's just increased availability of batteries and lithium product inside of the industry and the entire ecosystem. The metal is sought after by electric vehicle makers. So with this fine, what are some of the global impacts we might see? Um, number one, it could standardize you know, the price of lithium. Number two, it could kind of clean up uh, guidelines around mining, you know, so that we could say, hey, is this coming from a place where there's no slave labor? Is this coming from a place where they're actually having clean mining practices and not destroying the environment around it? But lastly, it, it provides just kind of a continuous supply that could supply industry for easily 30 years. So, you know, that kind of stability plus the ability to start scaling manufacturing here, it's a long term benefit to the U.S., um, but it's definitely going to have geopolitical impacts uh, to countries that were supplying us previously.
So, of course, we know with the electric vehicles, we're talking about trying to have some things more clean for the environment. But as you mentioned, on the flip side, there are a lot of ethical issues when it comes to mining the lithium. Can you talk a little bit about that for some people who may not fully understand? Sure. Most of the lithium that you're getting today comes from Africa or it comes from near the China-Afghanistan border. Um, who's actually mining that varies. In many cases, that's completely unethical. Slave labor has been used in the past. Um, also, the extraction process is extremely dirty. So, you know, if there's not clean mining practices being used, you end up polluting all of the environment and the ecosystem around it. And if we're going to be investing in the future and we're going to be talking about green and clean, you know, just the extraction of lithium alone should be kind of the benchmark that starts that. Um, and then, you know, it, it, it gets into the, the larger geopolitical aspects of uh, if we can do better here, we're not going to need that. And that's also going to force foreign industry to clean up. Um, but that could, you know, take years for all of this to come to fruition. Now, electric vehicle makers have claimed supplies will fall short by 2025, with China, the U.S., and several South American countries all vying to locate large deposits to meet the increasing demand. How much has the race for lithium-fueled political conflict? Quite a bit. Um, if you look in Central Africa, you've got conflicts right now that are over gold, over minerals. Uh, there's a little bit over lithium. But if you start looking on Chinese and border nations of Pakistan and Afghanistan, you can see some conflicts that are brewing, including um, conflicts that involve local tribal warlords. So the stability of this, you know, the, the ability to mine this successfully over the course of time is going to become a, a real aspect of, you know, country's success. Um, and there's a lot to be seen. Now, it was a big discovery. Was this something that they were really looking for or was this discovered accidentally? I think they were probably looking for oil extraction or they're looking for, you know, additional mineral finds. Um, I don't know if they were specifically looking for rare earth minerals, which is what you have here. But the size of the find, you know, offsets most of what you have internationally. And the simple fact that we could build it locally and we can build it within the U.S. Uh, and we could have that extraction here. That's huge for industry. And, you know, that's huge for us moving forward. Now, we saw during the pandemic, uh, China holding on to some PPE when other countries, including the United States, needed it. There was also concern about medicine and, you know, other uh, products that we need in our everyday lives. You know, how much uh, of an impact do you think this might have, again, with this being here in the United States, where we wouldn't really have to rely on other countries for lithium? A lot of the supply chains that we would need around lithium and some of the, you know, associated metals that would be coming from extraction, um, those with China could be severed entirely or they could be reduced to a fraction of what they are right now. Um, at the same time, we could be building, you know, industrial uh, cities almost around that extraction that could power new manufacturing, that could also power new methods of storage, you know, it, making these batteries more efficient over the course of time, makes them more powerful, gives more range to cars, but at the same time provides, you know, different sources of 
of a high voltage storage that could uh, process anything from, you know, a transportation vehicle to a small robot uh, to, you know, a backup generator in your house. So with the push for AI and, you know, we're seeing robotics and just a lot of new advancements with technology, this also plays a big role, not just for the electric vehicles, you know, as you just mentioned, what are some uh, additional uses this could be a good thing for? Well, if you have, you know, smaller sub grids deployed with lithium batteries within, say, like a, a small township, you could be using artificial intelligence to make sure that these things stay charged so that when there's price spikes locally, that you could be distributing back to the grid from the batteries and you could be reducing the expenditure that people would have. Like if you go to Texas and a few other states, there's maybe about 15 minutes every day where the price of electricity could jump to like 50 cents per kilowatt. So that costs, you know, a tremendous amount of variance on your bills. So one is, you know, cost savings, but two is grid stability. And, and three is, is also that it's a greener way of delivering power. And so all of this could potentially become something that comes, you know, close to you or in your community in the next 15 years. Great. Oz, thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate the conversation. Absolutely. Happy to be here. More ticker news right after this.